Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from someone that wishes to remain anonymous. And here are some of the comments and questions from Mr. Anonymous. Hi Sandman, I was wondering if you could make a video on yin yang as an energetic fundamental and how that translates to us as energy. More specifically how yang is the light side in appearance but has a dark source. And probably a different video on the yin side stemming from the light source. How men see women as good, and women see men as bad. Men who act good never truly feel like a masculine man, as it violates the fundamental dualities. Men who kill and destroy feel happy because it expresses their emotions from the good source. It pretty much validates most of your work and the works of other MGTOW YouTubers in the categories of feminine and masculine nature. I was contemplating MGTOW, but with this understanding at the back of my mind while interacting with men and women. And I now feel more at ease as I see the truth of what it means. When males destroy or are negative out in the open, I validate them, as I know the source is pure, and when women manifest beauty and goodness, I see right into their eyes, and I see it as clear as day. Thus, when a man opens up to me and says things of beauty, or goodness, although exposing his weaknesses, I know that he's not acting right. I also understand that when women catch me off guard with highly negative behaviors, it was expected. As I saw it in their eyes, yes, the moment we met. I believe this knowledge is a privilege, and I'm sharing it with you. I may be delusional as I've been in semi-seclusion for the last four years pursuing a full-time degree. If I had any advice to give to women, it would be to follow the energetic truths and be as diabolical and evil as you can, but manifest weakness, beauty, and goodness. Most women who are successful are masters at doing such things. And I would also recommend that most men basically have a true and good source in their hearts, and get down and dirty in the real world doing anything and everything bad to succeed, even if it doesn't look pretty. It will make men happy to be in accordance with their energetic archetype. Some people will say that Hitler was a good man, and I say yes, he was. He was opposed to central banking, which made the German economy second class when compared to the British monarchy. And at this point, America lost the battle with bankers many years before, stemming from the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. I believe that the only thing that can truly motivate a man is the pearl of pure goodness in his heart. I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but any man who has evil motivations within him rarely spreads destruction required for change. But by society forcing men to manifest in good and beautiful ways, the goodness within is hard to cultivate. What I've said will lead to a world where men kill each other more for the sake of progress, and the only way to help would basically be to force men to become women aka manifest light with a dark source. But that won't work and destruction will expand ever more. Is that a bad thing? Finally, I would like to say that with this knowledge, men and women can change the game. What this will lead to is hopefully a better tomorrow, but a better tomorrow will also most surely mean a more negative future. This is just my inspired rant that I had to get off my chest. I'm not a MGTOW, but I have many women in my life and have observed their behavior over the years. I'm not even good at writing and have pretty much shared all that I want at this point. However, I would like to remain anonymous and remain a purple pillar and act nice because I've never earned my own money and am fully dependent on my parents. So yes, I'm a good little boy. 
Well, thanks for your comments and questions, Mr. Anonymous. What you mention in your rant is something that I've been thinking about for a while, but haven't been able to put in my own words. First of all, comparing the concepts of yin and yang in two different videos would require a third video where I would have to compare the first two. So I'll keep things together and talk about yin and yang together in one video, but I'll make this video a little bit longer than my usual ones. And to do this, I want to use the archetypal human qualities that we could describe as the ice queen or ice princess in the female, and the thug quality that we could describe in the male. Your comments, Mr. Anonymous, are essentially validating traditional masculinity and femininity. Yes, as a species, we value female beauty, youth, and grace on the outside of their bodies. But what's rarely talked about is female virtue through their deeds. You don't hear men saying things like, Wow, she's hot. Did you see the way she climbed that mountain? Or did you see how pretty her dress was? A, a typical man attracted to women would never say such things. So I agree with you that many women are like ice queens. Their hearts need to be hard in character, but their appearance and behavior, outwardly to the world, needs to remain positive, well-polished, and put together. And I believe that if women had the agency and muscles of men, that they would act out in a negative fashion to go along with their thoughts and feelings. But because women are physically weaker and have estrogen in their systems, this often hinders them from acting out in the negative ways that they want. So when we see a man acting like a dick, and basically resonating negative light outside of him, women would basically do the same thing, if they could, but they don't have the testosterone, and they're basically hindered with estrogen. So I agree with you that women are dark inside, and need to be light on the outside. And that's what makes a woman appear the most attractive to most men. This is why you see the very attractive women with the dumb brutes. The guys with no neck that drive around in pickup trucks wearing hoodies and jeans. Most of these types of guys have to overcompensate with outward strength because their hearts are weak, and therefore more easily manipulated by cold women. So when a cold-hearted woman sees a guy attempting to overcompensate for his goodness of heart by working out or being macho, they basically see a man trying to protect his emotional insecurities. And like you said, a man needs to be vulnerable on the inside and hard or dark on the outside. Women are conditioned to respond positively to a guy behaving like a dumb brute. In the most basic way, this is about the idea that opposites attract. And I've met hundreds of guys that look like thugs, act like thugs, and are constantly trying to compensate for their soft hearts. But these guys usually end up becoming so pussy-whipped in the end by women that it's like watching a car accident. And Mr. Anonymous, in one sense, you are advocating that men should be weak-hearted and properly masculine on the outside. And I know you mentioned that you're a purple pill man, but maybe that's why you're thinking this way. But you're also promoting the idea of traditional masculinity and femininity, which I don't agree with, because how it leaves men vulnerable to women. In an earlier video, I spoke about how my heart ruled me for a really long time, and how I put my sexual release second and fulfillment of my mind third on that particular list. But part of becoming a red pill man is not letting your heart rule over you any longer. And if you were once a thug, then you understand that you were doing it to attract ice princesses, or beautiful women with awful hearts and internal thoughts. Once again, I've met many men with good hearts and bad attitudes. And most of them don't behave like this consciously, and it's more of an automatic response. And when women act nice on the outside and have bad intentions inside of them, they're also usually acting on a subconscious level. I think what you forgot to mention in your comments, Mr. Anonymous, is that men have to consciously act like jerks and protect the innocence of their hearts, while women have to consciously put effort into their appearance, while simultaneously allowing themselves to act like princesses on the inside. But much like yin-yang, this is a fine balance that most people can't get right, and that most people don't recognize in the first place. 
Most guys don't know how to tell women the word no, because they have good hearts and they've been taught by society to treat women nicely. And most women are unable to ask a guy to be more assertive, because as women, most of them lack assertiveness themselves. It's ironic that women can't ask men to behave aggressively, because this would mean that they as women would have to be aggressive in the first place. Most women already look beautiful and act proper in public, because that's part of social conditioning. But if a woman acts improperly and spends 20 minutes criticizing you and trying to put you down in public, then the odds are she likes you and wants to actually be with you. She can't say, I like you and want to be with you. Instead, she's trying to provoke you so that you basically show her who's boss. She is shit-testing you. And when women are encouraged to speak up for themselves like this in Western society, it creates a situation where men can now read their emotional states and their sexual interest. And we as men shouldn't listen at the words that women say, but instead we should look at how they express those words and emotions and what's associated with them. In the past, women were supposed to be quiet and submissive as to not give away their positions or their cards. And that's what gave rise to PUA culture, women expressing themselves. Women's liberation got women to show their cards to men, and men that know how to play female poker can now see women's cards laid out on the table. And when society started promoting the idea that men should become more feminized, thoughtful, and emotional, as well as caring, women began to see the tenderness inside of men's hearts, the tenderness that they've been hiding for a very long time. Essentially, she can read all of his cards in this particular case. So, Mr. Anonymous, you're essentially telling men to conceal their cards behind their hyper-masculinity, and for women to conceal their cards behind their hyper-femininity. I fully agree with your observations, Mr. Anonymous, but I think that you want to take the world back to traditionalism and traditional gender roles. And I don't want to go back to a traditionalist world, as I'm sure most men listening to this don't want to either. I don't want to be consciously or subconsciously projecting negative masculine behavior and power onto this world. And I'm sure that most women these days don't wish to project submissive beauty onto this world either. We can both agree that the existing status quo is unsustainable, but at the same time we don't want to go back to traditionalism. So we're stuck here until we find a new paradigm. And right now the best one we have is men going their own way. When women say no means no, they could be saying many different things. They could mean no, or they could mean yes, so long as you pass their shit tests. And the word no could actually be a shit test as well. If you keep asking her out and she doesn't seem interested, at some point she might say yes. And the friend zone, I realize now, isn't as clear-cut as we'd like to think it is. Sometimes men get out of the friend zone and into a woman's bed after six months or a year, and I've seen this happen in person. But the first thing that these types of guys did was put these women in their place by passing the friend zone off as a shit test. If a woman says that she just wants to be friends, then a man needs to tell her that he wants more than friendship, otherwise they can't be friends. At this point, she already knows that he's a soft-hearted guy, so she knows that he would make a good friend. But if he comes out aggressively and tells her that it's all or nothing, her mood might actually stop on a dime, and she won't know why. And in the past, women would have stayed quiet or simply left your presence if they weren't interested in you. However, today the situation is not so clear-cut. There is no balance or yin-yang like you mentioned. And with regards to Hitler being a proper man, you should look at his sexual history. He enjoyed being sexually passive and having women urinate on him during sex. In his private life, he was a soft-hearted man that liked dogs. But in his public life, he killed everyone, including his generals as well as the people around him. His ego was so big that generals weren't allowed to wake him up when the German forces were under attack. And only once he was awake could they actually bring the battle plans and updates to him. This doesn't sound like a rational man to me. 
And with regards to possible banking conspiracies, the bankers were making money hand over fist, selling weapons to all sides during the Second World War. And I would argue with you that it wasn't until 1913 that the United States lost their war with the banking cartels. The Federal Reserve Bank was created on the one-year anniversary of the Titanic, conveniently sinking into the North Atlantic, full of the Guggenheims, Aspers, and many other famous families that were against the Federal Reserve System to begin with. If you want to look at another conspiracy, look at the sinking of the Titanic as one. Mr. Anonymous, you say that the world would be great if good-hearted people used negative behavior when they interacted with the world. But I have to disagree with you to some extent, because throughout history there have been many evil men doing evil deeds, and they've moved forward in their lives, and also made society move forward as a whole. My brother has evil motives and just wants to wound men. And this wounding is the same way that a woman would do on another guy. It's quite pathetic, really, but at the same time, he builds things and gets ahead in his life. Tyrants can make good leaders if they're wise, and so can men with golden hearts. It all comes down to individual wisdom and the advisors that you surround yourself with. In real life, it's the James Bond villains that triumph more than James Bond. The James Bond films are funny because the villains always seem to pick the women that have the golden hearts. And then those women turn on them and rat them out and run into the arms of 007. Do you really think that their character would change from negative to positive because an attractive British civil servant spoke sweet words into their ears? And he's not a bad boy, he's actually a nice guy. James Bond was more realistic when Sean Connery was slapping women around in his version of 007. Today, no one would buy into it. Mr. Anonymous, I agree with you that creative destruction by men with good intentions does create situations where the world can change for the better. But it's rare to see such men triumph in the real world because they lack those natural sociopathic tendencies. You're essentially saying that men should realize their inner sociopath and promote it and act on it, and that women should hold back on their inner sociopath and instead project positivity through their bodies. Again, traditional values. Hopefully you've enjoyed my analysis, and I want to once again thank you for your donation, Mr. Anonymous. And as for everyone else, thanks again for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.